All right, so we're going to do myself, then Dan, and then your personal frame form order with with the number after it. All right, here we go. Mason. Dan. Hannah. Claire. Jen. From Rixie, this is All Staff. Awesome. Here we are. Episode 30. We're back in the mix with uh, with the host of Frameform. Thank you guys so much for being here and being uh, you know, on camera as well. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Our no pleasure. Probs. How are you guys doing? I'm not going to lie. I'm actually kind of upset because this means it's the end of the season. But <laughs> yeah, aside that. from that, pretty good. Pretty yeah. well. Great. And excited to talk about things. How are, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, you know. Uh, it's it's starting to get really cold here really fast. Uh, and I'm enjoying it because it's been hot for <laughs> a little too long. Oh, it's still been hot. And it's going to be hot for a little longer out here, um, yeah. out west. Um, just praying for rain. One no problem here months. in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be humid and hot for Dan for the foreseeable future. Um, 12 months a year. Yeah. So you guys just got off of another call. Uh, do you want to kind of explain what that was? Yeah, that was just us preparing for this call, basically. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> also, I didn't know that. Well, also, we haven't seen each other in like, I think, two weeks because yeah. we wrapped... Yeah, two weeks ago and just have been, you know, going through, you know, the post side as well as, you know, me taking care of social and us getting show notes for you and all of that. So it's been a nice like two week break of just chilling and then just catching up on the call right before this. So you guys are killing the social stuff, by the way. Absolutely killing it. I each and every one of you. I see all of your posts, all of your stories, all that great stuff. Well, that's actually something. Well, hey, Claire, it's not because we all conceive of the season together and everything. You know, it's all right. All served from our cauldron of witches brew with the three of us. Yeah, so, Claire. You know, let's not yeah, let's not downplay your contributions. And, well, you know, I'm just what, saying, like what Hannah does is like you know, del- developing like all of those, you know, the AE templates and developing yeah. all the, you know, very very sophisticated but very user friendly for any level of editor to to easily you know create things. And Jen is just on it with like um, all the social media from like all the dance cinema accounts and just, you know, constantly posting. And like, literally yeah. all I do, like I wake up on Wednesday, I, you know, post a announcement to my stories. And then that's usually the extent yeah. of my social it's media. It's not just on frame form. It's also like all of Jen's four social accounts that she is affiliated with. Yeah. Funny thing is I don't really, there's a lot of things I really don't like about social media. So I take long breaks, but when I go for it, I'm there. <laughs> so, and that's actually something we wanted to talk about today with you two is like, we've seen across all of our platforms. I think we've probably had the most growth through and on Instagram, which is really interesting. Yeah, I think for it season helps two that, especially. Yeah, and like I really think that doing our video posts and also 
involving more people in the season, like having yeah. all the interviews, having the co-hosts, like, yeah. you know, tagging all the films and filmmakers. Yeah. It's really an, engage the community, which is part of like the desire with the show and what we really want to do. Yeah. I, I get some of the, I get the Instagram uh, notifications on my phone as well. And I swear every day it's like, New follow on frame form, new follow on frame form. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, nice. It's crazy. Yes. You and know? it's organic too. There's no bots there. There's no yeah. like, we haven't, we done haven't any bought like, our followers. Yeah. And we yeah. haven't done any like giveaway or like <laughs> incentive things, you know, and we haven't done anything yet where it's like, oh, tag a friend and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, nothing against like channels. I know channels got to do what they got to do, but we haven't done that. And it's great. This has all been organic. Hey. <laughs> I did it for Feed the Jar. It works really well. It's a decent it little marketing. Feed the uh, Jar had a plan. really killer IG account. It, uh, it was worked on pretty that for meme. A long time. I worked on that for a minute, and then it just like the the podcast itself just didn't take off the way we wanted it to. That's such an put, American phrase to say a minute when you really mean so much more than a minute. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it was. A, I spent it was a, a lot of time. My phone, my photos, and my phone is like ninety five percent memes, like just meme templates now. <laughs> So if you oh, ever man. need like a fire meme template, <laughs> y'all just hit me up. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> um, that was a flex from Dan. Yeah, right. Yep. Now that I think about it. It's a weird flex, but it's okay. It's a, it's a good play. Hey, it's a good one. <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys mentioned the fact that you had a lot of uh, people that guested on the show and, and you did interviews and stuff like that. And this was something for me that I thought was worth talking about because um in in a number of the episodes uh one of you would uh edit the actual audio before it got to me and i i wanted to kind of ask you what it was like stepping into that role this season actually having to make um editorial decisions on the actual waveforms like um and what that was like and i i'm just i'm just curious like was it difficult was it easy uh, like I'm just yeah, just curious about it. Well, as a dance teacher, I edit a lot of music throughout the year, and there's some music editing with editing videos. So I actually really enjoyed it, and I, I hate to admit it, but I do have perfectionist tendencies. So being able to zoom right in and adjust the length of a pause or cut out every time I said, um, or, you know, which is my number one goal for next season is to stop saying, you know, you know, you know, all Same. the time, <laughs> specifically that phrase. Whew. Um, it, I really loved it. Good. I would, I would do it again. And I find that it helped when we did our mix one of the whole show. If any of us edited the interview, we don't, well, no. I listened if you edited it, but like if I edited the interview, I was like, great, that's 20 minutes that I don't need to listen to again because I already put yeah. my ears on True. it. Yeah. I mean, this year, I mean, well, like, like Jen said, if you're involved in dance, you are involved in sound editing in some way or another um, because sometimes when you get performance audio and you have to um, fix it up, especially if it's live, that's, you know, that can be an uphill battle sometimes. But it was an interesting, um, well, it was interesting for me and it was a great process for me just getting to know the the platforms I edit on. So I actually, um, 
I actually do another podcast as well through the um, the festival that I work for, and I primarily edit on audition there. But here Claire, it was an you opportunity. Gotta, Claire, you got to plug that shit. What's it oh, called? I'm going to tell plug us, that shit. Tell us the follow. Okay, so following through on that, um, yeah the um, the podcast is called Dancing Through the Lens. It's through the San Francisco Dance Film Festival. It's like really short interviews with people who screen at the San Francisco Dance Film Festival, and. Um, that's, that's been fun. Um, and actually that did come about because, um, some of the festival team listened to Frameform and they wanted to do Hell yeah. something Claire's like this. Amazing. Because Claire is amazing. And they're like, wait, we need, we need more Claire. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I need more Claire too. I'm subscribed. I don't live in the Bay area and it's lovely, but I don't think that's in my destiny either, but I will listen to that podcast every week oh, because you. Claire Schweitzer is on it and San Francisco has amazing programming. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and they also have a festival that's coming up, um, mostly online, some in person. Um, I'll plug that later, but I'm going to go back to the audio bit of it. But so I've been editing that podcast on audition and I decided to edit any interviews that I did on logic and kind of use this as an opportunity to see like which, which program is a better fit and see like which one I prefer for, um, for editing and the like. And, um, I mean, sorry, Basin and all the apples. Sweet people, uh, audition is winning out right now. Um, good. So that's, but I mean, it's I mean, always a good experience to get that logic trial and just you know use, try to get on, like on a similar workflow and kind of get um, step in your, like step I guess step in your suite for, yeah. <laughs> for a second. Oh, I thought it came out so wrong. Step in your um, step behind your. <laughs> okay, no, yeah. okay, no matter what kind of metaphor I say, this it's is okay, not going to come out well. It's okay. All right, <laughs> I get gonna, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. I, I, it was interesting when you guys were like, we're going to try and edit. I was like, that's great. Like, cause I think you get this, uh, new perspective of, uh, like what it takes to create the show. And so I'm, I'm really glad that, that you guys got to do that. Well, well anyone that edits like is watching the show for that much longer. Yeah. Like, I think that people that don't edit, I think that's the main thing they don't understand in order to edit something I need to watch it. I need to actually work on it. I need to export it. I need to upload and send it. So already take the runtime and then multiply it by four. And that's if I barely do anything. Well, so, also mad it respect. was a good thing to have these interviews edited before our recording because we're timing things out as we're recording the show and we have to understand like, oh, okay, if this is like a 20-minute interview, we only have X amount of time to record. And also it just helps us not just prepare for that, but also prepare like what we're going to talk about because sometimes people, you know, talk, go off tangent or, uh, you know, they, it, we don't need to hear everything. And I, I, I mean, all of us have a say of what people are going to, you know, edit their interview i mean i'm a little opinionated about that too so uh, (laughs) i'm concerned with runtime and what staying on topic when we have these interviews with guests yeah i haven't told the other two team members this but (laughs) 
There was one interview that, uh, one of the interviews we did, um, it was eventually edited down into the 20 something minute range because as the other two will attest, I am terrible at keeping time on interviews. Um, you're a real artist about it. You're like, we're having a conversation and if it's going to be three hours, it's going to be three hours. Just kidding. She's <laughs> never done an interview that was three hours. I haven't done one that was three hours. I did do one that was an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I get it. You know? there. Yeah. I'm not telling you which one. I mean, the more content you get, the, the more information you can pick out of that conversation and choose where you want to go with it. That is true. And also it allows you uh, a better, like... I want to say like a peak value from the conversation mm-hmm. so you can pick mm-hmm. out those 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 points that people would really want to hear and then be like, OK, well, they talked for an hour and a half. A lot of it was good, but some of it, you know, I'll just toss out and we can like cut this down to a short period of time right. and have that premium juicy content yeah. that everybody wants to hear. Well, I think that's what we did best this season probably is actually learning to structure everything. Not not like learning to structure. Sounds like we didn't do it at all last season. But I think like we, as we're recording, we were timing out our segments. It definitely made like editing a little bit easier because it wasn't like, oh, I have a 15-minute intro and it all sounds kind of decent, but we only want to allow for five minutes. Um, so I think that's definitely something we – can build on next season, but I wouldn't say we mastered it, but we came pretty darn close. Yeah. Maybe we did master it. Just like trying to get to the point of things instead of repeating another way of what someone else is saying. Cause that, I think that happened a lot in season one where like we were all saying kind of like the same thing, but in a different language of our own. And this year we were definitely work. We were definitely like acing the whole like, all right, let's get to the point and then move on, you know. Well, and I think learning that even though it is like a longer form show, we're a, we can. There's some sections where we literally did just list things, or we're like, check the show notes for this thing. So understanding where it actually makes sense to be long form, I think, is really good as well. Um. So, at the top of the show, we talked about like how you know successful and how active the instagram has been and i'm curious just because you know whenever whenever the account received like a message or anything like that um there was like i I texted hannah and i was like hey there's an there's a message like just letting you know in case you didn't see it um i'm just curious what the response has been um across the board from people that obviously dan and i don't have have contact with um about season two and and you know was it good was it bad what was it all bad no i'm just kidding (laughs) we did not cause any scandals Uh, it was all really good i mean we would get a lot of the day you do you'll get a huge boost in views i'm telling you i mean we get a lot we need a chooky episode yeah right sorry (laughs) We get a lot of people saying really positive things, whether they uh, were a guest on the show or not. Uh, I really appreciated people just like commenting. I don't know if it's just a heart or they were so glad to be on the show and sharing that online. I mean, the day that we uh, released the Motion Dance Collective episode, there was an Instagram frenzy between the two of us of just sharing, <laughs> you know, that we have an appreciation for one another and just re re-Instagramming each other's stories. So 
uh it's been really nice there and just also like random organizations um reaching out to you know have their their uh brand be promoted on our show mm -hmm. yeah i think that's been our biggest strength this season is taking it from an intention to engage community to an action and like the practice of engaging the community. I feel like every episode at the very minimum, we are tagging people. We're talking at length about their films. We're curating them into like topics and we're, you know, archiving things in that sort of themed way. And that's at least. And then at most we're having people on the show. We're having them co-host. We're having them talk about their projects and I don't want to underestimate the impact of doing something like what we did with Motion Dance Collective because sometimes there is this belief that there can only be one or that competition is bad. And, you know, even the fact yeah, that no. Claire does two podcasts, you know, and <laughs> yeah. like, I, you know, we have more than one YouTube and we have more than one Instagram account. Like the fact that there can be this um, multiplicity to things, it doesn't have to be just one thing for people to consume at all times. I think that was a really good uh, mutual effort from us. On the YouTube analytics, it's looking like Frameform is our top playlist out of the whole channel. Oh, yeah! So I just wanted to give you guys that a little bit of knowledge too. I don't know if we've ever told you that, but it, uh, consistently like on the page itself, it tells us like all the analytics for each of the, the actual like whole playlists that we have. So it seems like people are actually going into that playlist and like listening through the whole thing Love as it. opposed to like, that's awesome. You know, we on the um, we actually were thinking we should put up our previews that we do because every week now we're editing these like 15 second videos or so about the films that we're talking about. So we should just put those up on YouTube too. Cause I've noticed like Rixie's been doing super short videos to like help mm -hmm. boost views and get engagement. So since we have those videos anyways, might as well go for it. Yeah, and I think it would help people cross post to other platforms more easily too. And yeah, because like, a lot of people, I mean, at least a lot of people I've spoken to are kind of stepping away from the social media side and a lot of their promotion is through email. Like <laughs> I say, like the classic way email, but yeah. Um, so Newsletter. having something that's, yeah, that's independent of a social media platform right. would be a ideal as well. Mm -hmm. That we can totally do that. If if you guys just want to send me those, I can or just link me the folder. Um, I can I can definitely start putting those on on the shorts. Um, kind of kind. I, I hopefully you don't have to think too much about this, but um, th throughout the season throughout season two, you guys have talked about a lot of different films, and I think it would be worth um, kind of just giving giving us your favorite or your couple favorites of those films that you actually spoke about. Uh, and if you can remember the episode number so that people can refer back to that. Um, but just, yeah, your, your, the favorite film or, or short or whatever it was that you, that you talked about, uh, during season two. I can go first while Jen and Claire go on their list. Uh, well, my personal favorite was actually one that we did recently, uh, which was our desert episode. Um, I really liked all three of those films that we chose for it. And I don't know where my head was, but I think I was just born in a like movie dissection mode that night. And I also really love the film Clouded that 
we were talking about and our last Ario. I, I just think those locations are so beautiful to look at and so fascinating to dissect. Um, especially looking at clouded. Like I just got in this whole like mode of thinking about like aliens and area 51 and all of that <laughs> kind of stuff. And also like the music and that is just fantastic. So it it's, I thought that was a really strong episode and I'm really fascinated by our location scout episodes because that is such a huge part of screen dance in general is just like, why do these people, you know, and dancers pick these locations and there's just so many of them that you can literally put them down in like, as we would with genres and narrative films. So, uh, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. I totally agree. And I feel like that episode, just listening back to it, I just feel like I was so sad about it being our last one because I thought, wow, we really just have such a good rhythm and we're all chiming in. And like, you know, I just, I did the, I did the, you know, thing I'm trying to stop. Um, I just think that episode was exceptional. I really agree with you. If you, if you hadn't mentioned that one, I definitely would have been like that one. Um, I love that we had so many like I said, to, so many people that were interviewed that were on the show, but like people that I think are these really important, like landmark figures. Like, I don't want to go through the whole list or like single out only a couple people and like make other people be like, Oh, I'm not a landmark. So I will, I will say everyone we brought on this, on this season is huge. They're huge and they're doing such amazing stuff. And the fact that they all sat with us to talk about their work and to take frame form seriously and participate means the world. So I think that was a huge thing. And then the last one I'll single out, no, the last two are the Metropolis episode and the Dance Cells episode where we talked about like branded ad campaigns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seconded on both. Um, I mean, it was, I think Metropolis was actually quite a, a late decision, but like when that decision was made, it was, it was just like, oh yes, oh yes, we need to go in on this. This was, that was um, such kismet there. And as well as the deserts episode and yeah, Jen, I re agree. Like we really had a great rhythm during that episode. And I feel that the three films were, I mean, they're obviously in the similar location, but they were also resonant to, I think, where we are in this moment in very different ways yeah. as well. Um, and yeah, it's, and also, as you're mentioning, Jen, it's so fulfilling being able to talk to people about their work. And it's kind of hilarious. Sometimes I've seen like some people in person, like actually I, Mark Brew finally made it back to the States and I saw him in ballet class recently. So oh my gosh. It was wonderful. Like, That's connecting, awesome. like, oh my gosh, you know, there you were in Scotland. Now here you are here. Um, and yeah. And as far as the, the actual films, uh, pick, Again, this is like killing children. Um, Whoa, <laughs> I'm sorry. Claire. Hey. I, I think Whoa. you said we can be a little explicit yes, on this episode, y'all. You're right. Whoa. Yeah. Too far. I think it's not quite there. Right. <laughs> Working with kids. No. Um, I didn't even know that was Yeah, uh, that, that was, was episode 17. Uh, right. Refer to episode 17. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, basically like the, the, but as far as like the films that really 
resonated strongly with me over the course of the season. I, I, I'm stealing from both of your choices, Metropolis <laughs> and basically like the desert films. And home. Oh. I got to add home. And home. Oh, yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. we forget home was this season because like literally the first episode, like pre-episode we ever did. That was yeah. one of our things that we gushed about. And same with Wilkie Branson and Tom. And we mm-hmm. actually, we oh my god, go yes, as into Tom because Motion Dance Collective did an entire Tom episode, like really, like this season. I dropped my paper. Um, this season, so we were like, okay, please listen to that, and then here's some different animation focused questions for Wilkie. So yeah, yeah. Oh man, nice. It was a good season. Through. Sad for it to end. <laughs> Hannah, did you have your hand raised? I'm sorry. I was just gonna say. Like a comment on the Metropolis episode. That's one thing that we want to do moving forward is not just looking at dance films, but a film that is widely known or acclaimed that everyone could maybe if you're not a dance filmmaker, but just like someone who likes films could watch this and also see how dance can be tied into with it. So I'm looking forward to that with our seasons moving forward where it's going to be more on the film side and not just the dance film side. And with West Side Story coming out this December, Mm -hmm. definitely want to talk about it next season. Just putting that on the table right now. (laughs) I just think it's cool how you guys see the progression in your work and how you've Basically come from season one where, you know, when you first get into a podcast and you're not like, you know, fully confident in in like the whole atmosphere of doing it and speaking to a microphone and talking to people <laughs> digitally, it can be a little weird. And it's good to hear that you guys feel confident moving forward. And then in season two, you guys finally got your groove and you're like, oh, man, this is awesome. I just want to keep doing this. That's that's what like really brings me joy because it shows like you guys really you you put the effort into it and and it's clear you guys put all the effort into it it's absolutely a beautiful series thank you so much thank you we're really grateful for everything y'all do uh with this show it's it's amazing seeing all the posts and everything like i'll i'll talk to you guys sometimes i'll message you guys on the instagram and be like oh dude i can't wait like that that okay go video when you guys were on uh i think it was episode 30 you guys were talking about (laughs) okay go yeah, like I, I watched them way back when, like way back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, this shit's this shit's it's coming full circle. So, I mean, I just I like I like how you guys are finally getting your flow. You're feeling confident in it because when you get into it, it's either you like you, you, it clicks with you after a little while or you just can't get it. And you guys really just seem like you're nailing it right now. So appreciate the love, Dan. You guys Always. are killing it, too. I mean, we're all right. I mean, we, we're honestly, fine. Mason's fucking killing it. Let's mm-hmm. be real here. Um, Mason. We had some major numbers uh, oh, yeah. last oh, week. And, and you know, well, I don't know if we want to talk about that on, on this particular episode. We'll probably save that for the next one. And uh, it'll be a real aggregate uh, of, uh, you know, a bunch of different things coming up here soon, hopefully. so. Well, we were wondering about our audience analytics because – Previously, mm-hmm. pretty steadily, you know, three of us are based in the U.S., but our I think the most of our audience was in Brazil was like our number one country. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, 
muito obrigada. And then we also had <laughs> Canada and the U.S., which makes sense because I'm from there. So where and where it's are like we are? Our neighbor. And, Is that the you know, Simplecast you analytics? Countries? Right? Yeah. So let me pull up Simplecast here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pull up the YouTube as well. We'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll see how um, it goes. I think that's Get a great that's, that's a great piece to end yeah, of on. Let's talk about the yeah. The we can go, go over. A little um, bit. So, so over the course of the past, you know, nineteen twenty weeks, I've seen that the the weekly return rate has been slowly getting higher. Um, and so, but as far as, uh, as far as countries are concerned, I, I remember, I don't know if it's still on, I can look through my email, but another, another chart position in, in United Arab Emirates, which is, hmm, so, okay. which is yeah. so interesting. Um, just people you. in Dubai, just like wanting some dance film in their lives. I mean, <laughs> is there a, is there an audience there for that? I mean, I don't know. Probably. I mean, uh, there's a lot of VPNs running through there. Maybe. There's a oh, lot of good call. Good call. That's possible. Stuff over there um, as well. One thing that, that we spoke about on All Staff about other shows is for some reason we've had quite an uptick in Indian listeners, um, and that mm. that's the same for Frameform. Um, 9% of all of your downloads are coming from India. So Thank you. That's, oh, wow. That's pretty wild. Um, uh, a bit in the U.K., um, but yeah, I mean, I would say for the most part, India was like the standout for, uh, regions, uh, this, this time around. All right. Thanks for coming through India. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Cause like, I mean, knowing people there, like their lockdown has been just like going on and on and on. And so if I think that people are yeah. just inside. Listening and Indian, like traditionally India, I mean, with Bollywood and everything, they are masters of dance on yeah, screen. Oh, exactly. yeah. Bollywood puts Holly, like casts the biggest shadow over Hollywood. So I'm not surprised that we might have uh, a lot of audience potential there because, you, you know, in pop culture, you see so much dance. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever do a Bollywood episode? We, we talked did. About, we talked about one. We talked about one for our budget episode in season one. To be our big budget film. Yeah. Because, like, it they, was ridiculous. There's a lot of wild And Indian stuff Brad in Pitt was in it. Crab. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Crab. <laughs> Indian Brad Pitt. That's a handsome yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was looking at the YouTubes. So because there's no actual, like, video portion of the show itself, the views are generally pretty low, unfortunately. It's an upload from, uh, we use, what, DistroKid, right? It's Headliner. Headliner, so you're saying headliner the ratings that just, are uh, dismal, Dan. drags it over. It is, it is pretty low, unfortunately. That'll but, be our number one goal for next year, then. I mean, yeah. honestly, if if things are going the way they have been going with the YouTube, we may be able to get more traffic to those videos later, as you know, we grow more and things like that as people find it. But honestly, the the visual portion, it, it's difficult for the average person to just listen to something on YouTube. Because yeah, unless they when have you like lock YouTube your, music or yeah, something. Exactly. When you lock your phone, it immediately stops the audio and you can't listen to it anymore. So that I think that's what a big detractor from podcasting on YouTube if you don't have any video. So well, that, what, that may be the Well, only since thing. we are talking about videos, what if next year that we like put in like you know, at least we could upload the preview we have, but 
there could be situations where we do like a clip from an episode or maybe we just put the interviews up and like mm-hmm. we can have the, yeah. the video of the films we're talking about and really oh, have yeah. it exist like as a YouTube format. I know Hannah's probably like, I don't want to do a whole other. Well, <laughs> the, the thing about the videos themselves is you'd also have to get all of the licenses yeah, to be able to copyright. run them in yeah. our own video. Yeah. Make sure it's not DMCA. But I feel like we're that. talking to the, for, for some of them, it's fine. Because yeah. we're talking to yeah, the yeah. people that are making them. I mean, yeah. It, it, the thing is, Jessica's all of us have lives aside <laughs> from our podcasts and everything else that we do to live and eat and be well. I mean, if you want to do a video portion for the interview part, sure, go for it. Am I going to do that? I <laughs> don't know because <laughs> i also value my free time but you know who knows who knows no, this mean, could be something like, that yeah. we could talk about in the long run yeah, even if it's like a, you know a highlight portion a short portion a short video exactly or even if it, it's like one of the shorts or something like that if we can do something to draw more people into the show itself we would like to probably brainstorm some of those ideas with you or we could so. even host like on YouTube. You can add people's videos to your playlist. So oh, let's yeah, say, yeah. let's say, "Clouded," this film that we just recently talked about that we're obsessed with, mm-hmm. on that company's YouTube. I'm sure you could add it to the Rixie playlist, and then we're telling people to watch it in the show notes. But then we're adding it to their playlist so they can mm-hmm. watch as they go. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. It would also draw traffic to the page as well. Boom. Yeah. I think I think one thing moving forward just to kind of keep a baseline level of attention is to take any of the posts that we deem uh like fair use and and uploading them as shorts uh to the YouTube page yeah. kind of like we talked about um because at the, by the end of the season which is uh by the time this comes out it will be essentially a week a week after um we'll have like 20 posts. So, um, yeah, I think there's, there's definitely going to be opportunities to reuse those. Yeah. So, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the entirety of season two is, uh, live on the Frameform RSS feed. You can find that on any podcast player that you use. Um, and again, Dan and I just want to thank. Also, oh yeah, sorry, I just want to do one more plug yes. that if you are in the DMV area in uh, the second weekend of October, uh, Jen's festival is happening then at the Eden Hotel in DC. So please stop on by. <laughs> We're all gonna be there. Thanks. We're for thinking all of gonna that, be there. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yes, and San Francisco Dance Film Festival is also going live at. Um, the later end of October as well. Um, you can get tickets online there. Too. And you can find information about all of these at the International Screen Dance Calendar, which Claire helps manage. And the they will send me links to put in the show notes as well, if you're a listener. Yes. Um, yes. But as I was saying, we appreciate you guys so much for yeah. uh, being here and being a part of Rixie. So thank you so much. And yeah, excited Excited that we uh, wrapped up the season. And thank you guys for listening. And we will talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste.
All Staff is a production of Rixie. If you want to keep up with all things Rixie, follow us on Instagram at rixie.co. That's R-I-X-E-Y dot C-O. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review and rate the show. It really helps out.